0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk.
1: Now the Irish Fiscal Advisory Council yesterday urged the government to stick to its national spending rules and not be tempted by spending increases or tax cuts. I'm joined now by Minister for Finance Michael McGrath. Um, a cautionary note being hit by the fiscal council, Minister. They said you've practically no fiscal space left when you actually spend money to stand still. Will you be listening to them?
0: I very much welcome the contribution that IFAC makes. They are an independent body. They are there to provide an objective analysis of government policy and also to provide advice to government. And We do listen very carefully uh, to what they have to say and their contribution is a key input into the budget process. I do think the starting point in this debate is a recognition of why we are in the position of having significant budget surpluses and choices to make. it is because of the, of the work of the Irish people in recent years and that has been backed up by pro-enterprise policies pursued by this and previous governments and careful management of the finances. And that is what has given us uh, a set of options now that, quite frankly, would have been unimaginable uh, just a short few years ago.
1: OK, but in terms of a, of a set of options now, their take on it would be that you have far fewer options than perhaps... Political figures would be suggesting that they're saying that we really need to be very careful and and our corporate tax take is even more precarious than we thought. Three corporate groups providing 30% of it. Very unreliable, very difficult to, to stand over.
0: Um, they're right on that front. And, you know, that chimes with a message that I have been given giving in recent weeks about the need to be really careful uh, with the windfall receipts that we are collecting. So this year, we believe we will collect over €24 billion euro in corporation tax receipts. And my department estimates that about half of that amount, €12 billion, euro, uh, could potentially be windfall in nature. And so the mistake we really need to avoid is making permanent uh, expenditure or and taxation commitments in the back of those receipts and that is why um, my officials are working on a proposal now that I've asked them to prepare about setting up a long-term savings fund to meet the costs that we know for definite are coming our way and we saw further evidence of that with the recent census uh, results in terms of the demographic changes, uh, the ageing population, the additional pension, healthcare, caring costs that are simply going to be unavoidable in the years ahead. So what I can say is we will manage uh, the finances carefully. We will ensure that those windfall receipts are not going to be used for recurring commitments. Uh, But that said, we also have to recognise the importance of protecting uh, living standards, protecting and improving public services where we can, and also being conscious of the real value of people's incomes in an environment where inflation still remains very high. But this idea that
1: we wouldn't repeat the mistakes of the noughties, the, the sort of the McCreevy years of when I have it, I spend it, Are you saying that's not going to happen this October?
0: Well, what I can give an an absolute commitment on is that we're not going to use uh, temporary receipts to make permanent commitments because that is what would lead to serious problems down the line if indeed some of those receipts prove to be transitory or temporary. You then have a hole in your public finances which means you're cutting spending, you're increasing taxes and we know all of the harm and the damage that that can do and to people's quality of life and indeed to the competitiveness of businesses.
1: We do appear to have a hole in the public finances anyway in terms of our ageing population. Population, we are not fully uh, 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 prepared for the level of, of rapid aging for society. I think I think was twenty five percent that the over seventies grew in the census. So so a huge huge jump in that demographic, and it's only moving in one direction. What are we going to do about it?
0: Well, what we are going to do, uh, subject to the approval of government, is to set up uh, a new savings vehicle and, as you know, my department published a scoping paper in the last number of weeks that set out uh, different options in relation to how much money we put in uh, to that fund and if you look at some of those options uh, over the next number of years, um, by the 2030s you could have a fund that's well north of €100 billion. So we have to make good use now of uh, the surpluses that we are enjoying. And, you know, last year we had a surplus of 8 billion euro. The projection this year is 10 billion euro. Uh, we will set out uh, our revised forecast for, for next year and the year beyond when we bring forward the budget in the autumn. But we simply have to use uh, these unforeseen, these windfall receipts now to provide for the future. Okay. Uh, and so uh, no, no need we to e- do.
1: extend the pension, uh, the retirement age? <laughs>
0: Well, setting up this fund will not in itself fully offset uh, all of the costs that are coming your way. So there will need to be changes to the system of PRSI over time. And I know Minister Humphreys, uh, Minister of Social Protection, is working on a, a PRSI reform roadmap. So there will be increases in PRSI uh, over the coming years uh, to ensure that we can keep the pension age uh, unchanged because there are real okay. costs associated with so that. that's what
1: we're going to do. We're going to increase PRSI. So, we're not going to make us work for longer.
0: Yeah, people will have the option of working for longer, um, but that will be uh, voluntary. It won't be uh, mandated.
1: One of the things that IFAC said was this idea of the, the tax break for the squeezed middle, this Finnegale proposal, that it looks like it's unaffordable and they seem very wary about it. Do you agree with them?
0: So I want to recognise we have a process here and we are um, in the early stages still of the budgetary process. Next week we'll have the National Economic Dialogue where all of the stakeholders and and social partners will have an opportunity to have their say and indeed uh, the opposition as well will publish the summer economic statement before the summer recess and that really will set the parameters for the budget on both the taxation and the expenditure side and then the detailed measures then that will form part the budget will fall to be decided uh, okay. in the period are, from July you, uh, through to the budget in October. So it's just too early to speculate on the detail of indiv- individual measures. But okay. what I can say on tax is just to reiterate we have a programme for government commitment agreed by all three parties um, Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael and the Green Party that uh, there will be income tax reductions uh, and that provides for the index linking of okay, so there will uh, tax be, credits be, credits and bans. Yes there will be.
1: Because uh, you know a lot of people are suggesting that Fine Gael is getting the jump on Fianna Fáil in terms of aligning themselves with the middle classes and making themselves the party of the squeezed middle. What would Fianna Fáil say to that?
0: Well, what I would say is that we have uh, an agreed programme for government. And my party, Fianna Fáil, campaigned in the last general election for uh, reductions in the burden of income tax. And that is agreed in the programme for government. That has been honoured in the last number of budgets. And as Minister for Finance, I can give a commitment that that will be honoured again uh, in the forthcoming budget. So Fine Gael and Fianna
1: Fáil on the same page with regard to tax cuts?
0: But what I will not do is get into detail because okay. those decisions no, no, and, and I, and I, are simply, I, I, are simply I un- not I yet made. I understand you're
1: not going to give me figures, but, but you're in agreement for the need for tax cuts.
0: Uh, if you do not make changes to the system of, in- of income tax at a time of rising incomes, that is an increase in income tax through the back door. And I don't think that that is fair uh, on workers. But uh, I'm not just talking about middle-income workers, but also low-to-middle-income low, low to middle okay. income workers. Uh, they will also have to have their needs considered uh, in the context of the budget. And uh, I will make sure that that is the case okay. when I bring forward the tax package in the autumn.
1: Were you surprised to hear that Minister for Public Expenditure, Pascal Done, who wasn't aware of... Uh, um the, the, the run I suppose by those three uh Fine Gael ministers including the junior minister in your own department on tax breaks he he did didn't seem to know about it in advance did that surprise you
0: well, to be honest here I think enough has been said and written about that issue in recent weeks and you know I'm focused on um playing a leading role in The formulation and then the delivery of the budget alongside Minister Donoghue and we've an excellent working relationship Um, I think it has been important to the cohesion of government and it will certainly be important to the delivery of a good budget uh, come the autumn which will seek to meet the needs insofar as we can of our society uh, of our economy while also managing our public finances sustainably and to be honest that's where my full focus uh, is on because I've, I've been involved in this process for the last number of years. It is very challenging very complex and uh, I think you have to focus on uh, the process stick to it uh, and then we will deliver what I believe will be a good budget for the country come the autumn
1: Okay Uh, reported in the paper uh, this morning that 1.5 million is an offer that we're going to make to the EU over what's been described as our failure to house refugees this is the idea that the redistribution of refugees to give some kind of balance to different countries in Europe in terms of numbers being taken that we're going to because we aren't able to house everyone who's here currently, that we're going to pay some money to, to, I suppose, offset that and maybe take less refugees. Is that a good idea? Is that in effect a
0: cap? So so this isn't a a decision that government has yet made. So Minister O'Gorman and Minister McEntee will uh, introduce that issue at Cabinet later on this morning. And I look forward to hearing the detail of that and uh, discussing it at Cabinet level. I mean, the more broadly... The, the pressure that we're under is well known. We are now accommodating about 85,000 people, uh, about 65,000 of whom are from Ukraine mm-hmm. and about 20,000 international protection applicants. So uh, people are very much aware of the pressures that are there, uh, particularly around accommodation um, all over the country. Uh, I think we've done well to respond in Does the way we have. Does this seem like
1: a way to take pressure off our system here?
0: Well, this won't present uh, people presenting uh, in Ireland who are seeking international protection. So this is part, as I understand it, uh, of a formal uh, EU programme and it's a voluntary solidarity mechanism. And this is an option open to Ireland. And as I say, uh, my colleagues will present the facts to Cabinet later on this morning uh, where we will have a discussion uh, and then make a decision based on that.
1: Okay. Very lastly, Minister, um, European elections on the way. Uh, any interest in the role, your name is being touted around the place uh, of European Commissioner if, if Mairead McGuinness comes to the end of her term?
0: okay. I'm only in the job I'm in now for less than uh, <laughs> six months and I'm focused on delivering my first budget uh, in the autumn and, and that's the only job I'm, I'm interested, I can assure you and I uh, love the job I have. It's a great privilege uh, to do it and I have enough to be thinking about now uh, focusing on that oh, and, right. and uh, certainly will be for, for um, the coming period and beyond.
1: Minister for Finance, Michael McGrath, thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast.
0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In
1: association with air. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.